Hey there, welcome to The Great Connect with Carrie and Amy. How's it going? I'm good, how are you, Amy? Good, thanks. Where are we today on the humanometer? Humanometer. Hmm. One through 10, how human do we feel? The humanometer. I think I'm starting to get to be a six or a seven today. I'm starting okay. to, I'm, I, I can feel it climbing for me. Um, I'm not a hundred percent, but it's, it's climbing throughout my day. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I think I'm still hanging out at a seven, although I do have my heart chakra candle lit. So maybe I'm, I will progress as the day goes forward. So seven on the humanometer, humanometer, just going <laughs> to keep saying it, humanometer. Anyway, today we're going to get into what I call a buzzword, which is burnout. Mm. Shocking. Shocking. Everybody's talking about burnout. Everybody yeah. wants to fix burnout. Burnout, 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 Trendy. burnout, burnout. Trendy. It's so trendy. How did we get to, why did it become a buzzword? Like, <laughs> why are we cool with a bur- word like burnout why? being trendy? Why does everybody want it? <laughs> uh, how are we here? Uh, well, there's a lot of things that I think have gotten us here. I feel like I did for certainly burnout like pre-pandemic, but did pandemic like double down on burnout? Is it because we didn't have like a commute or something or? Well, I think how did the it be- pandemic disrupted what was the robotic routine that we mm. were in, right? So like good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot Pandemic. of things that happen, yeah. but yeah. when we are at this moment in time, we can look back and say, you know what? There's actually a lot of things that are positive that the pandemic forced us to look at and see during that time and post that time, right? Like maybe we couldn't see it in the moment because we were beyond stressed, beyond burnout, because we were doing all the things and just stressed and in fear. Seeing each other in person and, or seeing that leader that kind of just maybe yelled at you or something, or like you didn't have a good interaction with. Whereas when we were all home, it felt a little bit more comforting, safe. Mm -hmm. What I would say is too, one of the things that I would say the pandemic it was their comfort and safety of being home. But at the same time, I had to remind my team, <laughs> take your lunch breaks, yeah. log off at five or whatever, yeah. log off at four or three, whatever you want to do. I was like, I don't care when you work or where you work, just yeah. as long as we're like moving work forward. Cool. Yeah. So I think that that was, it shifted this into like, okay, I can not wear hard pants and be comfy. Yes, yoga um, pants. <laughs> I keep hearing the word hard pants and it just makes me laugh. I don't know. It makes me think of like snow pants. I don't know what I'm envisioning. <laughs> or like hard old pants. jeans that didn't have any elastic in them, you know, like. Or that you let like, air dry and didn't yeah, like yeah. fluff in the dryer. So you put yeah. them on and it like hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there was this element where like we got really comfy cozy. But yeah. then because we were so comfy, cozy, like you didn't have any sort of, it was like in Vegas, like you have no idea what time it is. And yeah. so I would make my team, I don't want to make anybody do anything, but I was like, I, we, I would block off their lunch hour every day. And I'm yeah. like, do not take meetings. So anyway, buzzword. And I think coming back, there are a lot of organizations that are now currently, you know, we've heard all these again, more buzzwords, quiet quitting. Um, what's the thing that Ford was doing where they were like punishing the people that were quiet quitting, which by the way, how would you even find that out? Anyway, just all these buzzwords that are coming out as a result of burnout, re- result of pandemic, the the world trying to figure out what things look like going forward. And some are so stuck in their old ways that they're hemorrhaging good people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think words become buzzwords or trendy because one, they strike a chord, right? So 
no matter what level mm-hmm. of quote unquote burnout you feel, whether it's uh, just in a certain situation or a certain day, rather than completely beyond burnout where you are a zero on the humanometer. <laughs> <gasps> Right. Look at that. No, I mean, I'm, no, I'm not cheering oh. for zero, but like I'm cheering, I'm cheering, I'm cheering for like, yes, we're using the human omnibus. It's going to yes, be, it's going to yeah. be the next buzzword. Obviously. Yes. There you go. Obviously. obviously. Right. But it strikes a chord and that chord allows you to connect with other people, which is why we're right. here too. Right. Which is, oh, okay. I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that is feeling this. Now, once that starts to get to a place where so many people are using it, then it's like, okay, we need to start not just using the word, but what are we doing about this? Like, yeah. this is no longer uh oh, ha ha. I know three other people that burned out and, you know, that's okay. Instead, it needs to be like, whoa, nobody should be burning out to the level that people no. are. And no. if you're starting to feel it, we need to start correcting that before you get to that place. So that's what probably worries me about it being a buzzword Mm -hmm. is now it's started to become so buzzworthy that are we actually working to correct it? Right. Um, Yeah, you're right. Like you, we, as humans, we need to start understanding and realizing the cues within each other mm -hmm. before you even get to the point where like, wow, nothing in life is okay right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And how do we connect with each other so that we feel comfortable sharing that, right? We're, we, right. We, we are in safe environments. And I think that's the bigger crux of burnout mm. is safety. And that feels like a really big word yeah. and burnout feels a little bit like easier, right? Because you burn out, but you can reignite. And you can come back from it. Whereas safety feels a little scarier to talk about, but the reality is you're burning out because you don't have the safety to release the emotions that you're feeling, to change things, to enact change or to request change from others, right? Like there's there's a safety component that's a part of burnout that we're not really addressing. Wow, Carrie, we're not scripted friends, but it's like she read my mind. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about beyond you know burnout as a buzzword was the burnout of all burnouts, our story of what led to it. Uh, a lot of what brings Carrie and I together here is that we had kind of the burnout of all burnouts kind of a year apart from each other. And it's not exact, but we both have a story that led us here. And we'll share a little bit about what first and foremost, what led us to realize what was the burnout? What did that look like? And um, I'll start with, you know, one of my my innate abilities as a leader, as a human, as a woman is to recognize someone else's flame inside of them because we all have one and I either help fan it, I'll figure it out. I'm going to fan it or I'll help you reignite it because I can see that it's been dimmed. And for me, I began a new role in 2022 that was slowly every day dimming my flame Mm -hmm. to the point where it was almost out I really have to say that because I got to the point where over a a course of 10 months, I was consistently in one way or another being manipulated or taken advantage of to be told that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough at what I was doing and I wasn't a good enough human and ultimately was told that they were going to break me to reshape me to into what they need me to be. Mm -hmm. And Oh, you know, as a strong woman, my first insight into that, when I was told that I was like, no, you're not, 
no. But what I realized is that slowly under the, like under my shield, it was happening. I was absolutely being broken. So I had shared my story, shared my concerns with many different leaders in the organization. For those who don't know, I've been in corporate America for almost 20 years, but as of late, you know, I've been at a company consistently for 10 years, held various roles, gotten promoted, climbed the ladder as it were. But this last role was really the one that through insecure leaders, which we'll talk about at a later time, through a, a copious amount of insecure leaders had brought me to this point where I didn't know who I was anymore. And it had bled into my personal life. Um, when I asked Travis, looking back, he doesn't recall a moment in 2022 when I was happy or like genuinely smiled or, and at first, and then I was realizing too, I wasn't really engaging with the human experience as much. I was kind of just tapping out, going through the motions. I would eat, sleep and work. And that was about it. You know, even really the only times that I would feel free at all was to play with my pups and it just wasn't enough. And so there was one more incident that happened in October this year that I raised my hand and I said, I reject this. I do not accept this way of working any longer. What's wild about it is this burnout. I had a really healthy work-life balance. I was working, you know, I, I wasn't working over lunch. I was logging off by four. It was more about the in-between. So it was all back-to-back -back meetings. It was about being demeaned, being talked down to. The best way I could put it is it was like psychological warfare all day, every day because of the level of manipulation and mm -hmm. taking advantage of. So I would call it, it was, um, it was, it was toxicity. It was, it was mental abuse. Mm -hmm. uh, there was one last incident that said, I said, okay, I'm done. And there was this back and forth with checking in with my personal life. Like, can I do this? And unfortunately there aren't a lot of options. You know what? I'm getting into topic too. So I'm going to say that is what led to my burnout in October and what I had started to realize about myself was that I was just kind of a shell. I didn't know how to have fun. I'm still working on it. I'm not healed. That was 10 months. And actually, if I look back, if I'm honest with myself, my entire almost 20 years in corporate America, I've always felt stifled because I did not fit the mold. Mm -hmm. I'm a truth teller and a healer. Those two things are really, really problematic and confusing in, in the corporate life. So Kara, what about you? What led to your burnout of all burnouts? It's truly terrifying how similar our stories are and how many stories I've heard that are, if you take out the people, the places, the dates and times, the it's the same mm -hmm. storyline. And that's why we're here, right? That's why right. Right. burnout is a buzzword is because people immediately connect to, oh, that's what's happening to me too. Mm -hmm. So similar. I mean, I have really enjoyed significant parts of my career and really enjoyed and thrived in multiple junctures. But my most recent stint, I thought as a challenge to begin with. And then slowly over time, it was no longer a challenge. It was just degrading me as a human. And there was so much actually that I loved about that job. I loved my team. We had a great team. Yes. We were doing fun things. We were really jiving, like my team specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one what's caused me to move towards the human array and create this movement because 
I can see how amazing work can yeah. be when yeah. you create it in the right way. But the problem was that I was similar in like the mental abuse of mm-hmm. why did you do it this way? Okay, I understand. Now you're the best thing that has ever happened to this company. Rinse and repeat, right? So it was always first this is horrific. Why would you even consider doing something this way to please explain it to me and justify it to me, even though I think you're the best thing that's ever happened to this company. Right. Right. So I almost had to prove myself with every breath that I was taking, even though there was an assumption that I was the best and I knew better. And those things would be said, but almost in a, but do it my way, uh, not your own way. Um, exactly. It's like, it's like, do what you do best, but in my voice, not yours. Yes. That was the sense that I got as well. Yeah. 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 And, and that to me is the exact opposite of how we actually unlock the power of all humans, which is what we're here to do. Right. Is like you find their flame. I help people figure out what is that? What is inside Mm -hmm. of me? What are my dreams? What are my goals versus Mm -hmm. what have I just been told I'm doing for a really long time? And at the end, you know, similar, my husband had been saying to me for months, you are so unhappy. You could be doing this job anywhere else and be happier. But I, as well as you, the hours were fine. Like I wasn't working 24 seven. I was able to shut down. I was able to do X, Y, and Z, but I had become a robot, right? I was going Mm -hmm. through the motions, doing things. And my oldest even said to me, mommy, why don't you smile? Mm -hmm. And I mean, take your heart out and stomp it on the ground. Um, the first time I heard it, I rejected that. Like, what do you mean? I'm a, I smile all the time. Second time I had already seen what was happening that he saw well before I did. Mm -hmm. And so it took me a really long time to even recognize what was happening. And it Mm -hmm. was through a business coach that helped me see that. And once I saw it, I had to, I had to get out. It was like, Mm -hmm. it was like physically I had to do something different because I could not, I could not allow my body to continue to feel this way. And quite frankly, I had a severe physical manifestations of stress in mm-hmm. my body too, a lump in my throat called a globulus. Who knew that there's a fake anxiety bubble that comes up in your throat that is fake, but feels very, very real. Hey people, if you got that, like pay attention to it. It's yeah. a thing. Um, yeah. You know, I had rashes. I had different things that my body was screaming at me this is not okay. But because I was a strong, great leader, I kept absorbing all of that toxicity from the executives and protecting my team and other teams below me, right? Trying to help make it better. But really all I was doing was absorbing it. And so um, the exact same thing here, that exact same, I was a buffer zone for my directs and indirects and Um, that was my main goal Mm -hmm. and responsibility. And I've, you know, heard from a few since then, since I left and it's been a floodgate opening and I really hate that. Um, I want to touch on something you said that's critical heading into our next topic, which is the action that you took once you saw it. So for you, you heard from it, you heard about it from your son, you rejected it. You heard it from a career coach. You kind of started to understand it. I want to say that I did too. So when my husband told me, I thought it was some other circumstances happening with my mom or, you know, some other things that were really hard kind of in my other parts of life. But then when I started working with you as my career coach and you started bringing up 
things about my company that weren't so great, I rejected it at first. I was like, no, it's fine. It's, you know, it is just, it's just is what it is. And then it took me a long time to say, wait, wait a second, this isn't okay. This isn't healthy. I had been just going with emotions. So Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for helping me understand that too. There was, and so I say that because for all of you, I'm coaching a few people right now to try to figure out, I, I want to shout at them that they're burnt out. Um, <laughs> but like you, that way, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't. And, and so I'm letting, I'm just helping along. And I think it's hard. It's just to, to give them space to find it on their own. Cause that's what they have to do. You can't tell mm-hmm. someone that they have burnout. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you got to think about, you know, it's, a, a long time ago, earlier in life, like learning about the change curve, right? And mm. the grief cycle, right? The first yeah. step is denial. And that's because any fiber of your being can see that if I do reject this and if I mm. do say this is not okay, that means I have to make changes. I have to do something. And that's scary. And so that's the scary. first instinct is no, nope. I reject that. No, That's I'm not true. Here. It's good. It's fine. And you find all of those reasons. Yeah. And that's natural and normal for us to do that. So I don't shame or blame anybody for doing that. Mm. And actually what it does is it starts to plant the seed and bring awareness yeah, to them. And then they can start to see it and they do. Yeah. Right. And you're right. The hardest part is you desperately just want to get that person to a better I place. Do. I wanted I to do. get you to a better oh place. Gosh. Right. I just, yeah but you got to let people get there on their own or they won't actually learn the lesson or Mm -hmm. they won't actually um, benefit from that Mm -hmm. evolution of themselves. That's right. And if they don't recognize it for themselves, they're not going to be able to see it again because it will inevitably happen. And I'll talk a little bit later about getting burnt out again since the burnout of all burnouts. So transitioning into what action we took once we finally saw it because it took us both a moment to say, okay, I don't feel good about where life is right now. And my professional is impacting my personal in a negative way. So for me, the action that I took, and I started to talk about this earlier, but there was one last incident that happened where I left a conversation with physical trauma because of the mental and emotional abuse that I took on during a conversation. And that was the moment where you know, I immediately went to my husband and I said, okay, I'm, today's my last day. And he was like, excuse me, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, because it's not that he wasn't supportive, but it was, he's very pragmatic, very, you know, planner. Yeah. And so that was the big deal. So, and I say this because check in with whomever your support system is because, and I'm not saying it so they can talk you out of it, but like, mm-hmm. um, just tap into someone that you trust a lot and say, I can no longer accept this or tolerate this for myself and my overall overall well-being. And that will give you insight of your immediate next step. One of the courses that I'll offer in 2023 is giving you a much deeper dive into the exit plan and how to give you steps toward that. Mm -hmm. It's different for each one of us, but typically you go into finances, so start start crunching numbers. Um, I talked with our HR department and said, I don't feel safe with this individual I need to go see what kind of options you have as it relates to leave. But specifically for me, I talked with my support system immediately. I then molded over. I also want to say, and I want to, I don't want to get too detailed here, but 
jot down every detail that you can about the instances that led to the burnout. If, especially if it's tied to a person event or a company, you really need that detail, especially if you're going to give that feedback to HR so that you can make your way forward. Um, For me, there was not a lot of options. um, And that's a whole other conversation about when you're feeling threatened in the workplace. So um, I made a choice and the very next day was my last day. And I told my team only um, my, my direct reports because I care for them so much. And then I left, I, I left my company after almost 10 years and it's been a month and a half for me since it's a wild roller coaster. <laughs> and on one day I can feel extremely, I will say this, I haven't regretted it one day Yeah. in a month and a half. Now, with that said, uh, and Carrie can attest to this, there are days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to make money. Oh my gosh, I need to be doing more. I need to be need, 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 need. It ebbs and flows and I'm figuring it out one day at a time. But the good news is, is that the cloud is lifted. I can breathe. I don't feel suffocated. I don't Mm -hmm. feel stifled. I literally can breathe. I started yoga. I'm doing these things that I can finally, I can breathe again. And I feel, I felt a general heaviness on my heart, my mind, and my soul Mm -hmm. every single day. So the action that I personally took is that I needed to immediately leave the organization. Mm And since then, I've been tapping into kind of the three core pillars of who I am inside, which is number one, human rights, women's rights, number two, animal rights, number three, environmental rights, or, you know, those types of things. And so really tapping into those, I'll probably have a job, you know, but there, it's more about the work that I'm putting out into the world and how I'm helping other humans. That's what I care about. So that's the action I took. What did you take? Yeah. You can't learn it in a day as to how to live and work and breathe in a new way, right? So you're doing everything that you need to do to, Mm -hmm. how do I feel today? Honor that and keep going forward, right? I I had similar for myself, but you are going to look back in two months and say, wow, like, okay, I learned a lot from those first two months, right? But that doesn't mean that that's the end of the road either. I am yeah. a little over a year out and am still learning, recognizing and recovering every single day. And right. some days are great. Some days feel yeah. too much like it was. Yes, <laughs> some right. days feel um, halfway in between and I kind of flow, but so give yourself some grace and some time. Thank you. Whatever it feels like today is the right thing. Um, when in doubt, lay in bed. That's yeah. my advice. <laughs> that's what you're feeling do it if not in a depressed walk. way yeah that's no, all it, I did I, yesterday I couldn't adult I told Carrie I couldn't adult I had to go to bed I, didn't yeah. go to bed. I, be- I went back to bed and it was great I mean there have been days where I have literally cleaned and purged the house like I'm like I just need to declutter all these things need to go away that is what my body was telling me needed to happen and I needed mm-hmm. to clear things out of the house in order to clear my brain right so it's a sage it comes in, it comes in all kinds of different things. Yeah. Yeah. The sage works, but not if I am staring at a whole pile of crap in the corner that doesn't need to be here anymore. Um, Amazing. So I'll, I'll say this about kind of the actions that I took at the very end, which were not dissimilar from you, but um, I had already in some crazy messed up way thought that I was going to start a side business while I was extremely burned out, but you know, whatever. Um, Yeah. I already knew that 
my dream was changing, that my job was no longer my dream anymore. And this Mm -hmm. had been manifesting for a couple of years. So this was not new to me. How I was anticipating making that shift and change in my life dramatically changed the second that I saw that I was burned out, right? And that was the big aha moment for me that changed everything. Because one, I can't do this on the side. That's not realistic. Two, I have to be me before I can even Mm -hmm. take on doing anything like that. And three, I wasn't well. I was going to doctors trying to figure out what was wrong with me. I had not felt well for a while. And there's a lot more to it than just the burnout. But I was already making changes. It was only a matter of time before I recognized this burnout and what was happening. Um, But my business coach did help me see that. And once I saw that, Mm -hmm. the first action I took Mm -hmm. was I needed to listen to my body because it was already telling me things. I wasn't able to clearly understand what it was saying. And so we happened to go on vacation uh, about a week after I had this recognition. And I literally took the time to say, okay, what does my body feel like when I'm having fun with the kids and playing Mm -hmm. in my favorite spot on the planet? Mm -hmm. And then what does it feel like when I'm at work? And when we got back from that vacation and I felt like what it felt like, my husband called to ask what I wanted from the grocery store, what kind of bread I wanted. And I was like, I have to quit my job. (laughs) And he's like, not what I was expecting, but okay. I support you. And he's like, kudos. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. 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 He's been (laughs) desiring that I get to a better place. Right. And Mm -hmm. how many times did I reject that and quite frankly, get mad for Right. Only loving things that he's trying to say to me, but I wasn't able to see it um, or hear it. And because so- we were, I, regardless of what you would tell us though, Care, it's because you and I were, we're people that are just going to figure it out. We're going to plow through. Yeah. We're just going to figure it out. And no matter how we're treated, that's the piece that I'm trying really hard to embrace and help teach others is, and it's hard to tell someone this, but like, it's not, it should never be no matter how you're treated. Yeah. And I'm still working through that, but like, it's, it's unreal how much you will tolerate. I don't want to totally put this out there, except that it's starting to resonate with me that we, I keep hearing people say, well, I'm tough. Mm. And I'm starting to not like that because what is that? Why are you, why do you have to be tough? Right. right. Why can't you show that something impacts you? Why can't you show that, you know what, that bothers me and I don't like that. Right. What is tough and why are we tough? I like what, I like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't, maybe we dig into that another day. Love that. Um, write that down. <laughs> yeah. But there's something to that. Once I recognized that I needed to get out and I told my husband that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm quitting, I, it, took a little while. I went through the more normal of, I'm going to give two weeks notice, this, that, whatever, and uh, (laughs) tried to get on my boss's calendar. And it was like impossible. And then I told him and I practiced really, really hard, a statement that I wanted to say that was true to what I was feeling, that it was his toxic leadership that was causing this change for me. And I practiced it a lot because I was really nervous, right? I, I, That was a big leap for me, but I did it. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of myself. And I'm so thankful for my business coach who pushed me to say what I needed to say. And I could decide what that was, right? Um, And I did. And I feel really good about what I said. But I stood up and I said, I can't work for you. Your your leadership style is toxic to me. Mm -hmm. And he uh, at first was really aghast. And then 
uh, slowly he started to reject it. Right. And then he started to tell me what I should think. Right. And go heal yourself and come back. Just take a sabbatical. <gasps> okay. I just gasped because that's exactly what happened with mine when I shared that I, he actually said he was going to write me up. If you recall, I when I said recall. that your, your leadership style was toxic to me, to your point, it was like, we were a gaslit of like, okay, you go fix yourself and then come back. Yeah. And I, I reminded him that the reason I'm leaving is because of him, not because right. of me. Right. Yes. I have to protect myself at the end of the day, but never ever did he connect the dots with what can I do to change for you? Exactly. And then the very last attempt to keep me or save me or whatever mm-hmm. was, I think you're making this decision prematurely <gasps> because Don't things were changing in the organization. <laughs> Earmuffs for those who don't want to hear. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Figure out how to bleep those things out. Um, <laughs> but the passion is real, right? Like, and yeah, a hundred percent. Like I heard that and I was like, I, I ended up having to tell HR, like, I don't want to just have to close my computer and send it back to you, but like, yeah, I'm going to, because you won't <laughs> let me leave. Like at the end of the day, I felt like I could see the door and somebody was standing in front of it and wouldn't right. let me out. And like, that's unacceptable, but I was so burned out. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even figure out how to muster the energy right. to say no. Yeah. Right. Like I couldn't even say no. I was still I trying- remember. I remember yeah. that. I remember talking to you during those times. I'm like, Carrie, say no. Like it was so easy for me, of yeah. course. I was like, just say, I don't understand. Like, just, just leave. Like, just, like send your laptop. I just, I don't understand. Right. It's like, well, this is your last day. And it's like, You're I would get so all tired. this like, yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I told you it's my last day. Like, why are we, why is no action coming? That's like appropriate for that being my last day. I don't <laughs> like, you can like keep paying me, but I'm not going to work. So. And, and quite frankly, finally, <laughs> one of the people that worked for me said, just so you know, your last day may be next week, but you're done on Friday. We have taken you off all the meetings. They protected me, like, which amazing. I'm so grateful to those people and that amazing team, right? Like that's Bless you. That's the people I want to work with. Yes. Those people, because that those yes. are the people that saw me as a whole human that told yes. me at different junctures when I couldn't right. see it, like you should be talked to that way. Um, exactly. You know, not the you're leaving prematurely, like things are going to change. And it's like, well, you definitely not given me any indication that you even understand what needs to change. So I'm going to go with no. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so folks, there you have it. We went, we covered burnout as a buzzword all the way through to me. Amy is still burnt out. I'm figuring it out every day and we'll continue. All right. Well, this has been awesome, Amy. Uh, For all those that have listened today, give us a follow on all your usual places, Instagram, et cetera. Uh, The Great Connect is where you'll find us. And we look forward to seeing you and talking to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Carrie. All right, friends, whether you know it or not, you may or may not be burnt out. Check in with yourself, check in with your support system and start making the steps to find the human in yourself again. Thanks, friends. Thanks, friends.